to the grinder how are you james chabin i'm good i wish everybody could see your face when you're doing that because you're doing your best not to laugh (laughs) every time every time time. i try to hold it in and um make sure that the people really do feel my enthusiasm hey do you uh did your nipples ever get sensitive (laughs) that's actually a funny question that would mean that your estrogen's high why do you ask well, n- not both. So this morning, you know, I think I've, t- I've said before, you know, when I get in the shower, I kind of just stand there, put my hands on my shoulders, you know, mm-hmm. I grab around my neck. And I just stand there and I kind of like visualize my day and stuff. Yeah. When I was in the shower, water running down my chest, right? Mm-hmm. It hits my left nipple and it's like, wow, that's like really sensitive. And I touch it. And when I touch it, I'm like, like it hurts. Like the very tip of my left nipple. I don't know what it did to it. It's like it's it's like it's it's crazy tender, huh? And now it's kind of like you know, like when you get like a spot or a sore in your mouth or something, you know, you can't leave it alone. Like I can't stop touching my nipple to make sure to see if it's still touching your nipple. You weirdo! It's 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 crazy. I don't know why this is. Well, have you been rocking at all? No, it wasn't that. Like it was fine last night when I went to bed. I don't know. Maybe I got in a little tussle with the sheets. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe you just have high estrogen on your left side. Hmm. What would cause high estrogen? Um, soy. Watching the notebook. That's what it was. That, that, that could also do it. Yeah. Yep. Raising That's where I messed up. There it is right there. Raising that oxytocin up. Uh, I, Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling. They just get me every time. Well, I, I can tell you, I could watch that movie a million times. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um, Adams. But then yeah. I got then I got to counteract it with some Rambo. Oh yeah. <laughs> Rachel McAdams is my all time favorite. Oh yeah. 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 She's classy, man. She she's a classy woman. Very classy. You got yeah. I mean you got to like it. Very classy for a Canadian. I mean, what's that a boot? <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. Mm. <clears throat> so, Mr. James Chapman, yeah, have you been reading the Happiness Hypothesis? Uh, well, I'm experiencing it through the audio yeah, version. Yeah, do it. It's a good way to yeah. do it. Um, and it's it's some deep shit. Yep, very deep. Um, it it's um, you know so I'm only a couple of chapters in. Where I'm at is, you know, basically he's telling you where I'm at. He's he's talking about basically your preconceived notions about everything in the world or just that. Like it's these walls you put up or how you view things and it it doesn't mean shit, right? So that kind of bothers me a little bit though. (laughs) Because I don't want to question all that because like that's what keeps me on course. 
Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'll like do. what, what if, but if I tear down all that, like let's, let's, let's go deep. I mean, this podcast, man, I'm, I'm transparent as shit. I want to be yep. real. Um, you know, I was raised a certain way about religion. Very, very, very conservative. And as I got older, I questioned those things, which I think is probably healthy and natural. But there's things that were so conservative, like alcohol is like the devil in a can, Mm -hmm. okay, that I just don't agree with. So it makes me question. And it like threw, it threw me totally off course. Like it really fucked with my head for a long time because it was just like certain things. Then it made me question everything about it. And then it was like all these beliefs I had potentially cannot be real. And if, if it, it fucked me up for a while, like I just, it was like, man, who I think I am or how this all works is not right. You know? And man, it messed me up, dude. Made me question just everything. So my point to that is this may be a total bitch move, but him talking about that and then, like some of it I'm trying to just hold back on because I don't want to do because it's like, okay, well, maybe I perceive things a certain way. Some of that is probably healthy for me. Like if I tear down everything that's my identity, what the fuck do I got? Yep. You got an elephant brain and you got a rider. That's what you have. Yeah. But <clears throat> so to go into this, you and I are very similar on the, on the aspect of, you know, who we are today is everything that we've come up from. And the question becomes, do you, do you go down this road of betterment and possibly change who you are right now? Or do you just listen to the book or go through kind of like what he's talking about and say, yeah, you know, that's, that makes sense, but fuck that noise because I'm happy with who I am. Right. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I've got an hour left in the book. Um, and there's, there's a lot of it that is, it has a lot of psychology in it, but it also has a lot of um, philosophy in it. And so that, I think that's why I've kind of flowed into it so heavily, just trying to understand myself a lot more. Um, but I think if you take into consideration that, that what he is talking about is simply allowing you to see things from the third dimension and instead of a two-dimension kind of flatland piece, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it gets weird. And it, yeah, it, it, you know, it, like you said, it, it'll, it'll fuck with you a little bit because now, now you're like, well, you know, I, I thought this was the way because of all my experiences and all my, my random thoughts that I have because of who I was raised with or who raised me. And now what if all that doesn't mean anything? What if we're just here? Yeah. Like what, what if? Well, don't you think you should, well, so. Let let me, let me interject. So Not, not, not to say that we're just here, but we're here to do what we're here for, right? We all have a purpose in our lives. That's what we like to think. 
there's some people that are here just to be breathing. That, that, that is a fact. Just like some animals are just alive until they're dead, right? But who, it is your job as a human being to make the world around you better. And this is, this is kind of where I'm at. It's your job as a human to make the world around you better, but also preserve yourself. That's a natural instinct as, a, as, as an animal, which we are, mm-hmm. is to preserve yourself. Go ahead. <clears throat> Everything you're saying. So where I'm at in the book, I just want to clarify for anybody, like I'm not discrediting anything. Um, I'm very much into this book. I'm going to go all the way through it. It's just, you know, it's in the tear me down phase and yeah. make me like, so I, I'm just being honest. I'm hesitant on some of those things because I'm, because I'm like that. Right. I mean, things can, if I'm digging it, uh, I'll, I'll drink the Kool-Aid, you know? Um, so, but yeah, you're right. Like he was talking about the ant colony where some ants just literally hang and their abdomens are used for just holding food their entire existence. You know, it's kind of weird, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. What, what if you're just here to exist? Is it a great thought that there was somebody who created all this just for you and that you're going to live for eternity after you die? I'm like, yeah, heck yeah, man. That's an awesome thought to have. Right. Um, but does it mean that you shouldn't have the thought that what if this is it? When you close your eyes, you're just like anything else. It's just, it's done. And the only thing that you live forever through is, is just you passing on your gene. Mm-hmm. You know, that is you living forever. You know, man, I don't know, dude, it's, that's some deep shit, man. But, but here's deep the thing, shit. but here's the thing, because when, when he does get into the religion chapter, he doesn't say like, because he, he, he says what he is. He's, he's an atheist, but he's a Jewish atheist. I don't know what the hell that means. I haven't made it that far, I guess. Right. And you, you probably have it, but it, it's, it's the religion chapter. So he talks about who he is, what he's, you know, what the way he sees things and then the way like philosophy has, um, you know, viewed religion and what that means for a human body. Right. It is, it is, it is human instinct to think that there is something important in each one of us. And then that's, that's where the, the God mentality comes from is saying, if you do your 10 commandments and you stick to those morally, you will, you will be a better human, right? We can all say that if someone kicks a dog for no reason, you should not hurt another entity for no reason. Yeah. Morally that, 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 that would be correct. So it, what it comes down to is understanding that we all have a chapter that we need to follow, right? Whether, yeah. whether you believe in Buddha, whether you believe in God, whether you believe in Christianity, whatever, whatever that whole piece is for you, it's okay to have that. Yeah. Because it drives you to whatever, you, whatever that end outcome is, it's okay to, to drive towards that. Right? Yeah because it gives you your morality um, script. Yeah. It, you know, it kind of goes back to saying it's hard to see the picture when you're inside the frame. Yep. 
And I mean, I think that that's something we can apply to our lives. Like I've really tried to do that as I've gotten older and I still fail in many ways. Right. <clears throat> um, but you know, I, I, I like being around people who have different views than me. I, I really do. Cause yeah. man, they see things so different than me. And, and what's, what's fun is they find my viewpoints on stuff interesting as well. Yeah. You know, and, and we learn from each other. Maybe, you know, I mean, I think that helps build towards better empathy in situations. And, you know, you want to spend your entire life fighting with others and thinking that people are stupid or, you know, what's all the terms these days? Sheeple and everything else. Like, you know, but if you're just not open-minded to how things, your viewpoint on stuff is, can be skewed or not can be is skewed, mm -hmm. you know, but be confident in that, you know, I mean, it's kind of like uh, people that are assholes and it drives me crazy. Somebody is just an asshole, but you know what? The people are like, yeah, I know I'm an asshole. Like I'm an asshole, but I know I'm an asshole. Like you kind of got to respect it a little bit. Like, Hey, he knows who he is. Yeah. He just doesn't give a shit, which does make him an asshole. <laughs> and I don't want to be around the guy. But at least he knows who the fuck he is and he's comfortable with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, you know, the reason I picked this book up was not because I wasn't happy as a person. It was I wanted to understand what enlightenment I could actually get from this book. And I've gotten a lot just in the sense of, you know, I've always been pulled to the philosophy side of things like to understand that people just have these thoughts and, and they go down this road to where they're like, you know, I think this is the way that it could be, but again, we don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I, I fucking love it. Like I, I get deep into it. And then on the other hand, it also allows me to be able to have a conversation with someone who may not be able to, may not see the same way that I do. Because this guy doesn't necessarily see the same way that I do on, on everything. But now I have a different opinion and a different look on things, being able to see something from a different side of, of, of a different point of view, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then I think it's important mm -hmm. that if you read this book, you now have to read something that contradicts this book so that you can actually understand the full side of it, right? Whatever that is. But he does talk about Ben Franklin a lot. In the book he does which i did the ben franklin biography I think by um i can't remember the gentleman's name i think it was isaacson yeah is the the author uh it was pretty good so a lot of stuff he's quoting you know i remember reading about in the book and everything it was it was really enjoyable but um you know i mean that was yeah ben franklin i mean he was constantly all through the book somehow he's questioning and stuff you know i mean that's that was his thing i mean he looked at everything and tried to learn from it or why it worked the way it worked, you know, and that's pretty cool. But I, th I think at the end of the day, you know, not speaking about the book, just my personal viewpoints here is that, you know, you, you gotta, number one, I realized more money is not going to make me happy. Yeah. I want more money because I just want to be able to do more stuff. It's just a tool though. Like I've said this a hundred times, but success is not based off just the paycheck success is what you define it as. Yeah. And if success, you define success as, you know, building a, a $50 million company or a hundred million dollar company. Okay. Well then there's your definition. You better get to fucking work. Right. Um, but there's, there's balances to all things. Um, you know, 
I'm, uh, I'm, I'm never satisfied with the amount of money I make. Yeah. So like, why, why would I base my success off of something I know I'll never be satisfied with? Not only not, not ever satisfied, but knowing that there's an unlimited amount of money in this world. Yeah. So how, how, how can you, how can you base your success off of something that never ends? Because then that means that your happiness will never hit its peak. Right. And so you, you, you literally go to your grave constantly wanting that, 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 that hit at the top. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, it's... That, that's something that that's very important because he does tie into um, whatever chapter it is, but he ties into, and he says that if, if your happiness is, he talks about money, obviously mm-hmm. material things. He says, if that, that's the thing, the body becomes too, um, it auto uh, adjust, right? And so let's say that you buy a Rolex and then I say, damn, I want a Rolex too. And so I work real hard. I buy the Rolex. I get really happy that I bought the Rolex. And then let's just say it's a room of five guys. And then, you know, Johnny next to me says, damn, now I want a Rolex. All five of us end up getting a Rolex. Now the median is everybody has Rolexes. Now we've got to do something different. Right. And so that you hit that peak and then that becomes the norm. And then you have to go back and, you know, add diamonds to my Rolex. So now I've got to increase my peak there and add 20 grand to my Rolex. You you see where that never ends. Yeah. Also is never consistent happiness. And so if you tie your, this is something that I pulled out of it. My personal thought, if I tie my company view of what I want and I attach that to the people inside the company and their happiness Talk about fucking fulfillment because now we have something to strive for. Me personally, the company is working on growing these people in itself and it's always plug plug and play. So anyone who comes into the company, I want the better, I want the, I want to better them as people, which in return does better the company and myself. So it's like, it's a, it's a freaking happiness loop. And it's not being selfish. It's literally being unselfish to the sense of how can I make these people better? How can we build off of them? Mm-hmm. Make sure that their goals gets, you know, um, tied into what my dream is. And then, so we all build the whole dream together. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm fucking amped. I love it, man. Yeah. I mean, I think it's good. I mean, it definitely, if it's getting you, on point where you need to be and where you need to focus. Yep. I just, you know, there's, especially in today's world, man, this entrepreneur and, you know, everybody being an entrepreneur and everybody hustling a grinding right mm-hmm. on the grinder podcast. Yep. But you know, you think Jeff Bezos is satisfied with the amount of money he makes. If he was, I don't think he would continue to do what he's doing. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you got to get away from just the money mindset. Make money. It's a tool. So have the best tools for your trade, right? Have the best tools to get the job done. And money is a, is a fantastic tool to do that. Uh, 
or a, a, not a fantastic tool to do that, but a, a tool you need, right, to use. Um, but that some bitch doesn't have happiness in it. And you take some stress off, but you know, I don't know, man. There's a it's a it's a complicated thing, and everybody's going to view it differently and how it needs to be done, man. I mean, it's you know, it's it's really got me thinking about. And like I said, I want to talk, you know, it's not just about the book, but hey, when you're feeling burnout, what you need to do, you know, I've talked about that damn truck, man. I, I, I set a goal to get that fucking Raptor and crush the goal. Like the goal happened easier than a fault. Then I went and bought that damn thing. I mean, it's, it's badass, but you know, like that was kind of an indication to me that like, you know, that that's, I don't know, man. It didn't make me happy. It didn't make me happy. It's cool. It brings me some enjoyment, but like, it doesn't make me content. Yeah. It's not supposed to, but I I think, I think it's about the process of what it took to get to the truck. The truck is just a trophy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you do that for tax reasons too? Say again. Did you also do that for tax reasons? Well, of course. I mean, I always take advantage of tax reasons. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk to you about that after this. But um, so th- th- that whole next thought is like, it's it's literally a trophy for you competing in, in life, right? That, that That is your life trophy. One of them. Yeah. Right? The other thing is the house. The other thing is, is being able to go on a, a vacation to anywhere that you want to go for however much money it is you're saying, okay, well, I'm going to take my family. I'm going to take my youngster and we're going to go to this place and we're going to experience life because at the end of the day, it's about experiences. It's not about material things. The material things are trophies. I think we put too much emphasis on like, um, like having some noble purpose though. Well, yeah, but who gives a fuck? At the end of the day, right? You see what I'm saying? Like at, at yeah. the end of the day, whether you feel like you um, can't drink alcohol because it's unpure and it decreases your morality, it decreases your reasoning as a human, and makes you become more of an animal, mm-hmm. which is true. Then that's your prerogative, right? Like that's yeah. the thing about life. It just it it does. As long as you don't impede on anybody else in, in their life, it shouldn't give a fuck what the fuck you think or yeah. how you feel. And I think that's where I'm at is just like, as long as you, and you probably feel this in politics, right? As long as they are not saying, hey, James Chapman, you can't, um, I'm going to tie in guns. If, if James Chapman, you can't have a 20 round magazine in your, in your AR. As long as the government's not impeding on you personally, then it doesn't matter. Right? Yeah. Whereas Charlton Heston would have would uh famously put it, come pry it from my cold dead hands. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and that that that's the entire piece. As long as you as a human have these morality rules and you say, Okay, I, I thou shall not steal, thou shall not whatever, 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 we're gonna move forward. As long as you have these morality lists and, and and you say that everybody follows these lists and no one impedes on the way that I live in my happiness, 
mm-hmm. then it shouldn't matter how I think or what I do, but I should always try to improve as a human. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it goes back. Exactly, man. You're all over it. Well, I mean, what is it? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, the pursuit of happiness, right? So those are inalienable rights to all of us. So we should have the opportunity. You should not be able to take my life, my liberty, or my pursuit of happiness. Right. But we do have moralities that we all follow, exactly. right? Like you can't walk up in the middle of the street and just punch me. Yep. You can, but it's going to hurt. Yep. <laughs> Not me is going to hurt you. Yeah. Um, old glass John McGee over here talking smack right now, right? Um, yeah, man, it's a lot of process. But, you know, like, it's weird how if I have something in front of me that's hard, like physically hard, and it's just like, well, you just kind of go numb and you just do it, right? Yeah. Like, let's be real. When we did that overnight 26-miler as practice, we all got on our shit. We cussed a little bit and then we just started walking and it was just like, who gives a fuck what you think? Just, just keep walking. Just keep moving. Sun will come up. This thing will be over in a few. Oh my God. That's so loud. Um, so can you still hear me? Yeah, you're good. I had a call come in, ruin, mess me up there. Um, so to that, you know, it's like, but when it comes to something mentally, you have to like really think through and make your brain hurt and it makes you fucking tired. Mm-hmm. It's like how quick you'll give up on that. Yep. Like right now, this is a big cluster fuck in my head, but like work towards figuring it out. It's just like working on your body to be more physically fit. Yep. You know, people will do that in a heartbeat and then won't take the time to sit there and figure out, you know, why they think the way they think or why they do stuff the way they do it and analyze that. So I, I'm really interested in figuring the finishing the book. I'm I'm very interested in the progress piece because I think that's going to shed a lot of light on, on how I think, because like I say, you know, goal comes in. I mean, this fucking crazy ass year and we are ahead of goal. Mm-hmm. The goal we set before old COVID. Yeah. Before the Rona came in, mm-hmm. we still were beating its ass. So, but I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, it's just an ex. That's what I expected. We set a goal. We're going to hit it. Like, why should I get excited about something that I knew was supposed to happen, even with the challenges for this year? Because we work fucking hard, and I have an expectation of it. You know, so it's like uh, that don't that don't drive me like I thought it would. And and so the cool piece about it is, if that's not what drives you, right? And maybe it's the progress piece. Maybe, maybe you're looking at it in the sense of cause you've always told me like, it's about the people, right? Right. And something that I've found that I'm doing now after reading this book is I do a lot more of like in our team meetings, it used to be numbers, you know, what our goals are, how we're going to hit these and what we're doing, you know, each day. I've now thrown a piece that has something to do with, um, you know, a morality piece. So maybe it's like the integrity piece that we talked about um, two weeks ago. Maybe it's, you know, something about discipline. Maybe it's something about, um, you know, understanding that, that without, without goals and without action, you don't hit achievement, right? Whatever it is, I, I try to tie these something, tie something into where I'm bettering the team. It has zero to do with about the company. It has a hundred percent to do with what the people want. 
right? Or what they need or, or how I, how I'm, how I'm seeing this week turn. Yeah. We're going to be hitting the fucking mouth this week. Okay. We need to understand what, you know, Dylan, your, your fucking goal for the year, your personal goal. How can we make your personal goal, you know, get closer to, to where we want to achieve that. How, yeah. Brandon, your personal goal is to be more healthy. Have you done something that, that is making you more healthy this week? Right. Cam, you want to spend more alone time with yourself. Okay. How can we achieve that? Are you coming in at eight o'clock and spending your 30 minutes before you clock in? Right. So I, what I'm doing is just tying something into these people because that's, that's overall, that's what my, that, that's what makes me happy is to see these motherfuckers succeed. And if, and if that, if that overflows into the company, yeah. Awesome. But if it doesn't, I just made them better. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. So that, so I I say that to, to tie in with you is like, I have the same feeling like, yeah, you know, we're going to hit our goal this, this, this year. Awesome. But the, but that, that, that's irrelevant because we are expected to do that. How can I actually make my week matter by making you guys better? Yeah. Right. And making sure that they actually feel that. And then you have to look at yourself and say, how do I come across to them? Like, what is your personal goal, Susie? You know, Marvin, what is your personal goal? What is something that you want to do? How can we hold each other accountable as a team? Yeah. And then go back to Cam, go back to Brandon, go back to Dylan. Hey, Dylan, what is Cam's goal? Brandon, what is, you know, Dylan's goal? And make sure that the, the entire team understands who, what each other's goals are. And then you are a fucking accountability. No one's going to hold you accountable like this fucking team. Yeah. Dude, I love that. I love what you're doing there. It's awesome. But all of this is, is, is based out of this book. Yeah. This and good to great. Yeah, I heard a quote the other day. goes right in line with this. It says, um, life is not about discovering who you are. It's about creating who you are. Yeah. So, you know, think about, think about it that way. I mean, molding yourself into what you want to be. And I think along that path, you're going to get lost at times. Uh, and then you're going to have some awesome discoveries and through all that, you're going to be more confident in who you are because we live in a world that is going to do nothing but more than increase on this. And it's other people's opinions. That's, That's the world we live in these days. And you really have to push further away from that. Like if you're a good person, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like people can't even do something good for somebody out there without posting about it these days, you know? But that, that's because negativity uh, drives more activity than positivity. Yeah. But, yeah, but like, you, you know, like if you're going to do something from the goodness of your heart to help somebody, just fucking do it. Yeah. And you're going to take in a moment. Like I, I, I realized like someone was saying something like, oh, you don't take any pictures. I saw a, of course, staring at social media. I saw a thing and it was showing a crowd of people and I don't know what it was, like a parade or something. And all these people were like, oh, surprise. But they all had their phones up. Yep. And there was a lady standing in front of them with her hands folded, just staring at it and just enjoying the moment. 
And ever since then, I'm like, man, if I'm in a moment with stuff, I don't give a fuck about the picture. Don't care about the picture. I just want to just soak in the moment and let it be mine. Yep. I don't care what Addison likes on Facebook because I posted it, you know, like who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? What'll matter is like what Addison's talking about, the people he's building up like in his company and around him. And like, they will look back and remember that no matter how many years go past. Right. Like that's the goal. You know, it's kind of that saying like how many people would actually show up at your funeral? Yeah. That's the fucking difference. And nobody's going to get up and give a eulogy on the fact that you had a hundred thousand likes. That's right. They, they that, just, uh, that's something that I want to push on you is like, is that something that, that you do with your company? Like, do you, do you take your people like one by one or not one by one, but like as a group and say, you know, Suzanne, what is your one personal goal where you need to, where, what is the one thing that you, promised yourself to do, but you're not holding yourself to it. Um, I, I used to, we used to do at our annual meeting, we had list out person, I mean, goals, company related goals that we all wanted to achieve. And then we would like, I would keep track of those all year. I did get away from that. We started talking more about the company as a whole. Yeah. Um, because, it, but the problem was I wasn't balancing it. Well, it was always about the individual, never about the company goal. And then I went to focusing on a company goal, not individual goals and shit. We started hitting goals. Yeah. So, um, but you know, I think sometimes I take that for granted because for the most part, most part, I'm like any other, anybody else. I mean, I, I still fail at stuff, of course, but for the most part, if I set out a goal, uh, I get it. I just come in and I plow away and I get it. So I think I take that for granted sometimes. I mean, there's probably people that work for me that have told themselves for years they're going to do something and never done it. And they, they don't know, like, I I think setting a goal has become to a point where it's just, that's standard business for me. Yeah. And, you know, they haven't experienced that. Like to me, it's to the point where it doesn't even, it's just where you set a goal, you got to go get it. Like go, just go make it happen. Right. So it's just automatic response. So I'm probably missing out on that, man. I need to, I need to spend some more time doing that. Like personally what they want to achieve and we celebrate people around here. I do one-on-one stuff, but since my down and looking at them, I go, you know, what's like, what's something that has nothing to do with this place you just want to achieve? Like what's something that would make you happier? I haven't done that. Not in a while. What is the one thing that you promised yourself that you were going to do or change that you haven't? And it, it's that first thing that pops into your head because everybody has that thing that like, Oh damn, you know, I promised myself I was going to drink more water. I was, I promised myself I was not going to buy anything on Amazon. Right? Mm. You know, it's, it's those little things that, because once you start building up that accountability piece as a team and you say, Hey Susie, what did Johnny say? Johnny, what is, what is Susie's thing? Then you don't have to, you don't have to be embedded in it. It's something that they do. And then you come in and check, right? You say, you walk in on Wednesday morning. Hey, Paul, did you, you know, what'd you do that was healthy this week? Cause you wanted to get healthier this, this, this month. It's that individual recognition 
as well as a team accountability piece. I guess let's sum it up like this. Question it. Yeah. Question it and think if you can do it better. That's right. Because like I said, it's about the person you become, not discovering who you are. Facts. You know? So. Let's tie a bone up, baby. I think we got an announcement we need to make. Oh, yeah. That's right. I almost forgot. No, you didn't. Actually, I almost did. Um, All right, folks. A few housekeeping things. Number one, the Grinder Podcast is now partnered with Jocko Fuel and Origin Maine. Whoop, whoop. It is something that I've been working on, James and I have been working on, um, for the past few months. You know, we, we talked about it. We were, had a few things coming down the line, and it's official. You can go to originmain.com. You can also go to jockofuel.com, and it'll take you to the same freaking website, though. Um, go on there. Pick out some shit that you like. They got jeans. They have freaking energy uh, focusing drinks. They've got protein. They've got all these other supplements that would help you sleep at night, whatever it may be that you're missing out on. They even have vitamin D that helps fight off Corona. No, Rona. Addition to that, they also have, you know, jujitsu geese. They have a whole bunch of stuff that you guys may want to look at. It's also all made in America. The fucking USA. Yes. Which we all love bringing business back home to the US of A. So, with that being said, go to their website, go check it out, originmain.com. Uh, and then they get a discount code. At checkout. Yeah. Grind 10. And that is G R I N D 1 0. For 10%. Love it. love it, love it. I did a whole sample pack order. I'm going to try all the drinks. Yeah, they're pretty good. Well, let me rephrase. I got it from my office so we can try all the drinks. Yeah. I haven't tried that uh, white tea. I'm very excited uh, about that. Dude, the white tea is actually pretty good. Um, don't expect it to be sweet or anything because it's not. Good. I mean, it's, it's, normal, good. it's like normal tea. Good. Um, I think he even has something in there that will help you do an 8,000-pound deadlift from what I understand. Ooh. Yeah, it's guaranteed. Is there anything that I can drink in there to make my voice sound like Jocko's or Leafs? Because I actually want my voice to sound like Leafs. Um, yeah, I, I can't help you with that. Yeah, all right. All right. Hey, check it out. Very thankful for uh, a little Jocko fuel. Um, and, man, hey, take some of the stuff we talked about. Question it as well. Try to apply this shit. Apply it. See what it does for you. Let us know your progress. Grinder out. <laughs>